Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up, family? Welcome to Speak. Far end, that's Super Bowl champ, James Jones. James, what's the word, big dog? going down, man? I'm just chilling, man. Good to be here with y'all. Good that's to be it. here. Joy, I feel like your vocal cord should be well loose you know after the pre-show oh, yeah. vibe. Well, we listen, it's Throwback Thursday, that's you know? Yeah, we, had, we had to play Shady song. That's Requested it. on the DJ, that's how it goes. And the man who needs no introduction, Eagles, all-time rushing leader, LaShawn Shady McCoy. Well, let's get to the game of the year. Cowboys-Eagles, it's the rematch. The first time around, Dallas Cowboys, they took a 17-14 halftime lead on the back of Dak Prescott and his 374 yards but in the second half eagles came storming back 14 unanswered points led by Devonte smith aj brown the man on your screen but speaking of aj brown he had some words to say in the locker room at one Novacare way the eagles practice facility ahead of round two and he did not mince words at all take a listen you know somebody want what's on your plate you're gonna let them take it and don't play it just like that Mm-hmm. Two five. If somebody, uh, somebody wants what's on your plate, are you just going to let them take it? Cowboys, Eagles, biggest game of the season, the number one seed in the NFC East. It is on the line <coughs> at least for a day. Who needs to win more, Cowboys, Eagles? It's got to be the Eagles. We've got to bounce back. I mean, AJ just said it perfectly. <laughs> they want what's on our plate. Talk about I it. I mean, the Niners might have got a little bit of the, uh, some of the drink. <laughs> Take a little drink from us. But they ain't take the food. Yeah. We still are number one in, in, in our division. We're still number one in, in the seating for the NFC. Yeah. And we can't let that thing slip. And I think uh, the, the, the best way to respond from a, a, a butt whooping, mm. I don't want to say the other word, but mm-hmm. the butt whooping, mm. is to respond in a big way. Why not go to Dallas? Mm. Who don't want to play in Ooh. Dallas? That's fair. That's fair. I love playing That's in fair. Dallas. Uh. Right? Everybody's talking about how Dak Prescott is, you know, in a, in a conversation of MVP, and he's playing the best at any other quarterbacks. Well, why not go there and shut that down on defense, yep. right? Mm-hmm. You let the 49ers go up and down the field. And you couldn't stop them at all. Okay, cool. So let's go to another good offense and let's stop them. And then for the Philadelphia Eagles on offense, Jalen Hurts, he hasn't played well really all season, right? Mm-hmm. Really good moments at times, but not playing well. Why not go to Dawson against that defense and ball out? Yeah. And when you talk about a, re- a response, a bounce back, and we say, and we talk about the power rankings, this and the third, mm-hmm. and we go to Dawson, we beat them boys, yeah. right? It convinces fashion, domination. Yeah. Ooh. You got to respect us and put there. us back where we, de- we deserve to be at on top of the mountain. Why do the Eagles need to win more? You told me that they need to win more, but you've been in those locker rooms before. You've walked those halls. You've played in Lincoln Financial Field. You've played in AT&T Stadium, Jerry World. You've played there. Yeah. Why do the Eagles need to win more? It's, it's all about the response. You, you can't go at home and get blown out yeah. by a really, really good team, and you're a really, really good team. Who's better? We couldn't really tell. Now we know that mm-hmm. the Niners is better right now. So why not go to Dallas, a, a, a same opponent, right? Probably not as good as the Niners, but really, really good. A lot of star powers. And we're in the same division. I think it's all about confidence. And even when you are an established team 
with good coaching and veteran players, you still can gain even more confidence. Yeah. If we win this game, this will be a, con- a confidence boost for I us. I like it. Mm. Going forward. Yeah, you can't give up your cornbread. Mm, no, no. Oh. Keep that. I'm you eat your cornbread. You eat this cornbread. Yeah, that, go with, that go with everything. <laughs> you, want, you, want, you want your butter? Yes, oh, all of it. You have to come take it. The butter, the cornbread, the juice, all of That's it. That's it. And the Eagles will give that up if they lose to the Cowboys mm. this weekend. Not just metaphorically speaking, not just with power rankings, but they could lose control of the NFC, mm-hmm. potentially the division. So the, the stranglehold that they've had on the NFC all season long is very quickly could slip away, which sounds crazy because it was just a done deal for most of the for most of the season. But that's where they are right now. So you want to stay in, in the position that you're in right now, which is the top of the NFC. Yeah. The reason that that Niners game mattered was because if you compound losses, it's going to cause a problem with the rankings. So you need to, and not not our rankings. Forget about our rankings. Who cares about what we put on the screen or what we think? It's about w- having a home field advantage. Yeah. And listen, we don't talk about it because. There's no point, really. You're out on the field. You are expected to play at the highest level. But Jalen Hurts isn't himself. So if you want to have some time at the end of the season to rest him, which was very helpful last season, if you remember, that was crucial for the Eagles to have that time for him to rest and get right. They care about the postseason. Yes, the regular season matters because you want to have the bye, because you want to win the division, because you want to win the NFC. But their aspirations are for the postseason. And they're going to need that man to be healthy in order to do that. So, yes, this matters as far as your morale goes. Yes, it matters for confidence. Yes, it matters for power rankings. But what it really matters for is at the end of the season, you want to be able to not be chasing something. You want to be the chased. And if you're the chased, that means you have some flexibility at the end of the season to rest guys, to get guys right for the postseason run, which will be hard. I, would, I agree with that wholeheartedly. It's interesting for me, James Jones, yeah. because the Eagles need to win more because of expectations. Mm. Imagine after all this talk, Ooh. all the chirping from Eagles all-time rushing leaders, from Eagles players, from Eagles fans, from Eagles analysts, you look up after 14 weeks, and the Cowboys and the Eagles got the exact same record. Ooh-wee. Exact same record. Mm. That'd be a shame. Mm. Because from what everything everyone has said about the Cowboys and the Eagles, they're not on the same playing field. Mm. And then when they were on the same playing field in the link, November 5th, they weren't on the same playing field because the Eagles won. So imagine after all that talk, Mm -hmm. they the same team. After all that, Jalen Hurts is so much better than Dak Prescott. They the same quarterback. Mm. After all that, the Cowboys are so much worse than the Eagles. Mm. They got the same record. If indeed the Cowboys win, they would be the number one seed in the NFC East on Monday, Mm. the day after that game. So the real reason that the Eagles need to win for my mind, for my money, is all this talk, all this expectations, all this chirping. Cowboys and Eagles are not the same team. That's what I was told. Last year, after 14 weeks, Cowboys were 10-3. and But the Eagles were 12-1. and Now the Eagles have descended from the heavens, Mm. and now they just like you, Cowboys. Mm. So the Eagles have to prove they are still on a different level. Yeah. I'm on the other side. Where you at, big dog? I'm with with the Dallas Cowboys. I I look at the Philadelphia Eagles, and I look at Jalen Hurts. You beat Josh Allen. You beat Tua. You beat Patty. Mm. And you beat Dak. Dak, you beat Geno. (laughs) <laughs> right. All we all we keep saying is the Dallas Cowboys have not beaten anybody, but the Dallas Cowboys is talked about like they are about to win the Super Bowl the way they are playing. Yeah. C.D. Lamb, 10 catches, 150 yards, three straight weeks. Dak Prescott playing at an MVP level and they still have not consistently beat the good football teams. And this is your opportunity to do that. You are at the at home. The last time you played this team, you lost. So it should mean more to you 
this game because they beat you during the season. You watched that Niners game. It meant more to the Niners. A.J. Brown said that. They yep. came out with more urgency. They came out ready to go because it meant a little more to them. You guys ended our season last year. Dak Prescott has already lost to Jalen Hurts this year. Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys have only beaten one winning football team this year. It's this very simple. This is all about the Dallas Cowboys. If you are a true playoff contender and a, and a team that's supposed to have an opportunity to win a Super Bowl, you have to get this one done. You cannot walk off the field at home in this game and we talking about there the Cowboys go again. They ain't beat a winning team. You can't walk off the field like that and you're supposed to be one of these teams we're talking about at getting to that Super Bowl. What will that do to your opinion of the Dallas Cowboys this year if they do not beat the Philadelphia Eagles, thus go 0-2 versus Eagles, lose to the Niners? Yeah. What does that do to your opinion of the Cowboys? It does everything to me because I truly won't believe in the Dallas Cowboys like that anymore. I truly won't think Dak Prescott's the MVP if you don't get this one done. You at home. You, you are playing really good football right now. You are hot. You have won 14 straight at home. Right. And then you come in and you let the Philadelphia Eagles beat you off of a really, really bad loss and off of a season to where they ain't played their best football all season long. And we could turn on the tape and say, yep, the Dallas Cowboys play their best football that day. They play their best football that day. So for me, this changes a lot for me. I will be on here on Monday like Shady was right. Dak Prescott ain't no MVP. Joy, you was right. Dak ain't no MVP. You know, <laughs> C.D. Lamb, is he like that? I'm, it's going to be all that. This is big for the Dallas Cowboys. They got to answer them questions. I think there's more pressure this weekend on, on Jalen Hurts, honestly. Mm. I, I mean, it depends on what you want from this game. Jalen has pressure on him because the, the Eagles' expectations are about their season. Their expectations are about the postseason. Their aspirations are to get back to the Super Bowl. They know what it's like to get to the Super Bowl. This Dallas yeah. Cowboys team, as it's currently constructed, don't know what that's like. They don't know what it's like to play an NFC championship game, let alone a Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. So, to me, this is the game that's going to determine what, what they are right now. How do you bounce back from a loss like the 49ers? Do you show up? Do you make the play to shut down the season series against Dallas <clears throat> and, and, and end all this, this Cowboys hype? Mm. Do you show that you're separate from the Dallas Cowboys? Cowboys for real, like a lot of people think that you are. Do you, are, are you truly on another level? Mm. Because the aspirations for the Eagles aren't individual awards. Now, if, if you're talking about Dak, Dak Prescott's MVP, like, sure, there's more pressure on Dak Prescott in that sense. But the Eagles want to take, take, keep control, I shouldn't say take, keep control of the NFC. And that's going to be on Jalen Hurts. I think the pressure's more on Dak. Mm. I mean, just from everything you heard about him so far is that he's playing at MVP level. He's playing at the best quarterback in football. That's some great things to say about Dak Prescott. It is. I think I'll never imagine me ever, ever, ever saying that. Even saying it today is like kind of tough. <laughs> right? but, but he is really playing well. So when you talk about this team, I think he's the, that piece to, to bring them to the promised land. Because the way they've been playing is they've been playing through him. Earlier in the season, it was, like a, it was like a small game plan, conservative offense. Now it's like more with Dak, do your thing. Empty sets, all type of things. And that's pressure. Because you got a team like the Philadelphia Eagles that just got beat. And in Dallas, you should win. Every time you play at home, you smoke t teams. You yep. smoke them, right? All type of packs. You smoke everything. So you should be better to beat the Eagles if they come into your house. Yeah. And it has got smoked by the Niners. Mm -hmm. So you had a wounded team, right? You call them wounded? Yep. The Eagles are wounded. Talk about it too far. They come to Dallas. That press has been playing great. Dallas got a good defense. CeeDee Lamb is playing like a top five, top three receiver. The pressure got to be on them. Mm. They supposed to win this game. Y'all trying to creep up and back into the race as far as for the division? So I think all them things combined, man, is a reason why um, the pressure's on Dak and the Cowboys to win this game. Interesting conversation here because I'm actually going to go on the side of Jalen having more pressure. Ooh. And the reason I think Jalen has more pressure is because 
Never in life do you want to give up your greatest attribute. What's that? If somebody's with you just because you're wealthy, you don't want to start losing your money. Mm. If you're with somebody just because they're attractive, eh, mm. you better be hesitant to start yeah. getting less attractive because you don't ever want to lose your greatest attribute. Jalen Hurts' greatest attribute is he's a winner. Mm -hmm. That's it. We talk about that every day on this show. But they win. But they win. But he wins. We don't often talk about Jalen Hurts' uh, cerebral processor. We don't often talk about Jalen Hurts' incredibly strong arm. Mm -hmm. We don't necessarily talk about Jalen Hurts, how he glides across the field with his legs. We talk about Tua's processor. We talk about Lamar's ability to run. <gasps> we talk about Josh Allen's arm. But with Jalen Hurts, what we exclusively talk about is his ability to win. He is a better winner for my money than just about anybody not named Patrick Mahomes in the National Football League. But what happens when you start losing? Mm. So the wealthy man, what happens when you start losing money? Mm. If they only with you for your wealth and you start going broke, there's a problem. Yeah. And if Jalen Hurts is an incredible winner, but you lose two games in a row, there's going to start to become a problem yeah. because your greatest attribute is your ability to win. So now if you start losing, I start to be concerned. Jalen Hurts hasn't lost back-to-back -back games, if I'm not mistaken, since maybe the 2020s, 2021 season. So the reason he has more pressure is because his greatest attribute is on the line, yeah. and that's winning, which nobody does like yeah. him besides Mahomes. I got to ride with my dog Shady on this one. And the main reason why is where did Jalen Hurts go last year? Super Bowl. Super Bowl. How well did he play? Really, really well. What is Jalen Hurts' record? Oh, really, really, yeah, good really good this year, <laughs> right? So he has proven he still is a winner, whether you 10-3 and three or 10-2. and two. Right. Dak Prescott. You in contract talks right now, mm -hmm. right? You have a really good quarterback and a really good team coming in here. You already lost to the Eagles. You already lost to the Niners. Why am I going to pay you some big-time money to be the highest-paid quarterback if you can't beat these two teams? Because I'm going to tell you what, the Niners ain't going nowhere next year. The Philadelphia Eagles ain't going nowhere next year. Eventually, you are going to have to beat these boys, and you're going to have to beat them consistently. You already lost to them this year. So for me, all the pressure... It's on Dak Prescott. We have not had a topic up here and said, is Jalen Hurts the best quarterback in football? We ain't talked about that. But we have had one on Dak. We've had had some MVP conversations on Dak. And we having them conversations, and he beat a 6-5 and five Seattle Seahawks team. When you talk about pressure, you have to deliver in this game, and Dak Prescott has to be the reason why, just like he was the reason why they beat the Seahawks, he has to be the reason why they beat the Philadelphia Eagles and beat a good football team. You are about to be the highest-paid quarterback, or at least close, when you go through these negotiations. How are you going to pay somebody and you can't beat the best quarterbacks or the best teams in the league? So for me, all the pressure, it is all on the Dallas Cowboys it's, and Dak Prescott. It's interesting, though, Joy, because as James is talking, I don't know if I should switch my answer, Shady, or, or I don't know if I have the right answer as it is. If you are already the man, because you're talking about Dak, he might be the highest-paid quarterback. Jalen Hurts is already there. Jalen Hurts is already making $51.5 million right now. I think he has $188 or so million guaranteed. How can you lose to Dak? He got 10 wins this season, though. Sure. But though Dak Prescott is playing better, we have to keep in that, that, that caveat, Dak's playing better. Because if we were all to say who's better, everybody would say Jalen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we have to say Dak is playing better because Dak isn't actually better. So how can you be better and lose to Dak Prescott? Mm. At the beginning of the season, we all would have said Dak Prescott is anywhere from the ninth to 12th best quarterback in football. And we all would have said Jalen Hurts is top five. So how in the world can you, Jalen Hurts, lose to little old Dak really, Prescott? Really, That's what the world will say. Really quick, if Jalen Hurts loses this game, are you going to think he's not a winner? 
No. If Dak Prescott loses, what you thinking? He can't win the big ones. Exactly. But, but that's, why, that's why there's more pressure on Jalen. There's more expectations of Jalen. There's more expectations of Jalen. Everyone is just aghast that Jalen Hurts is still at the top of the MVP conversation because he hasn't put up the statistics to cite the fact that they've run the NFC the entire season up until this point, that they've had a, a control of the division up until this point. If Dak plays well and they lose, he's still going to get the credit. I know it's very offensive to say, but every game that they've won this season hasn't been at the hands of Dak Prescott. Well, it hasn't. There, there were games where yeah. the defense yeah. scored Correct a question. majority of the points. Like, that, that's... That's not an opinion. That is what actually happened in real life. But that hasn't mattered because now when we talk about Dak Prescott, it's, it's outrageous to even bring that up. People will be angry that I brought that up. But that's what's happened this year. So if you are Dak Prescott and you don't get this done, but you still play well, they're still going to be okay with that because that's been the narrative of this season. That's what came out of the Philadelphia Cowboys matchup the first time. Everyone expected the Cowboys to win because they've been blowing people out. They lost, and it was like, well, they lost, but Dak Prescott played great. Mm. But you lost. Right. So, okay, like if, so if it's about Dak Prescott playing great, cool. That's what we're looking for. Or are we looking for this team to show that they're better than the Eagles right now at this point in the season? And that's what will get answered. But I, I don't think even if Dak Prescott plays well in this game, he's going to get the heat that, he, that Jalen would get if he, if he played well and they lost. Shady, I got a question for you. Resident All-Pro on the desk. What's harder? Is it harder playing from a space of already proving to the world that you are the man, which Jalen Hurts has already done, or is it harder trying to prove to the world that you are the man, which is what Dak Prescott is currently well, doing? Real quick, so I remember you saying that you feel like Dak is getting better and Jalen's getting worse. Mm -hmm. So if, I feel like if that's the case, then who's the pressure really on? If one dude is just, he's getting bad, 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 I'm almost getting better, 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 so he should win this game because he's getting better, right? In theory. Okay. But, but the question for me is like, Jalen is better. See, that's the, that's the disconnect for okay. me. It's like, somebody's getting better. Right. But somebody better. is better. Mm -hmm. So Jalen, for my money, should win the game because he is better. Mm. Dak is getting, when we talk about Dak, we have to keep saying he's playing better. Like, we have to say that because we all, it's implied I mean, but, that he's not better. No, but playing football, it's a momentum. It's a confidence. It's swagger. And if one guy is struggling, no matter how much better he is than the other one, the other one is not as good, but he's playing well. He got the swagger, he got the confidence. He mm -hmm. can't miss. You had one of them games where you just can't miss. And I think Dak is on that, that roller coaster where he's going up, right? You know, it keeps going up. Mm -hmm. It stops a little, ah, then it keeps going. He's there. So I, I, I think for this game, it has to be in Dak's favor to win. Everything is going your way. He's been looking great. I, yep. And I'm saying this, and you know how I feel about, you know, Dak Prescott as a player. He's playing so well right now that he can't miss. So you got to win this game. And at home, it's a struggling Eagles wounded team. Let me ask, you, let me ask you before we take it to break. Put yourself in the shoes of Dak Prescott. Ooh, put yourself I, I, in I mean, we're not even the same. Put yourself in the shoes. Okay, at least rookie, yeah. rookie LaShawn McCoy before okay. you were an All-Pro. Okay. Okay. And then make yourself All-Pro LaShawn so no, McCoy. So no decade, no, 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 no All-Decade <laughs> team yet. No All-Decade team okay, yet. Okay. First talk to me is rookie LaShawn McCoy. Before you had ascended to the heights you've ascended to, yeah. then make yourself all pro LaShawn McCoy, which would be harder? The person who's trying to prove himself or the person who's already proved himself? You know what? I, I, when I became the guy, yeah. that was a lot harder. Yes. When I could go against the defense, they, they was worried about Deshaun Jackson or Michael Victor or Jeremy Macklin. They, no I could do my thing, right? But when, when you're on that bulletin board, watch 25. Where's he going? What's he doing? Um, um, looking at his keys. What's he like to do? What's he hate to do? Right? What's his weaknesses? What's his deficiencies? All them type of things is way harder to compete against because now it's like you can't go under the radar. Right? Mm -hmm. And another thing is, 
when you're making a certain amount of money and you vibe a certain way in the NFL, that's you always gotta stay at that resume, right? And every time you slip, it's a conversation, yeah. right? And I think the thing with Dak Prescott, he will never get that. Because he's not at that, people don't see him on that level yet, right? Mm. But when he's on that level, the, the, the top guys that we always talk about, like the Mahomes, um, Josh Allen, all them dudes, we always gonna chirp about when they slip because they, they're elite. Dak's not elite yet. I think he's, he's having an elite year, kinda, mm-hmm. right? So when he gets there, then we can talk about it. But <laughs> until then, keep working, Dak. Keep working. Well, we are not it's done so talking about the cool quarterback position. It's very true. No more polarizing position in sports than the quarterback of one of the most polarizing now, he ain't elite. in the world. He, he far from elite. New York. Zach Wilson conversation coming up. Do we feel bad for Zach Wilson? They benched him. They started him. They benched him. They're starting him again and committing to it. That's next on Speak. Don't forget to check us out every day on the Fox oh Sports God. Channel on Sirius XM. Yeah. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. All right, family, we are in second and short, and this is really the most polarizing topic in sports today. Zach Wilson starting again. Head coach Robert Salas taking Zach Wilson from the third-string quarterback all the way to the first-team quarterback. Remember, Zach Wilson was the number two overall pick just three years three years ago. It's been chaos in New York, absolute chaos. Robert Salas said, quote, that Wilson gives us our best chance to win. I can't really make sense of it. Now, for context, I just want to give you all the visual depiction of what has gone on with the New York Jets at the quarterback position. It has been up. It has been down. You have seen Zach. You have seen Rippin. You have seen Rippin. You have seen Boyle. You have seen Rodgers to start the season. Zach was a backup. Enter in Nick Boyle behind him. Now you got Trevor Simeon. He's in there. Next thing you know, you make Boyle the starter. You move Zach Wilson to third string. Now you move Zach Wilson to the first string and you move Rippin in off the practice squad from the Seattle Seahawks. It's chaos, James Jones. Chaos (laughs) in New York. But do you feel bad for Zach Wilson amidst all of this chaos? No, I do not feel bad for Zach Wilson. We are in a production-based business, point blank period. You have to produce so you can stay on the football field. If you don't, you get your butt out of there and you get benched. You always mention on this show, James Jones led the league in touchdowns 2012. James Jones also dropped a lot of footballs. And I used to come in there after I dropped some passes and you look at the game plan, I'm like, dang, 89 ain't even in there. Because <laughs> 89 ain't playing well. At the end of the day, Zach Wilson is not playing well. If you're not playing well and you're not playing well consistently, we have to figure out something else to do. <clears throat> Obviously, now he's their best option, but he has not been playing well. So you cannot feel sorry for somebody who has not been playing well and get benched or lose their job, whatever it may be. It's all about production. It's all about what have you done for me lately. And lately, Zach Wilson has not been a good quarterback on the football field. So you can't feel sorry for him. If it was an injury like Aaron Rodgers, feel sorry for him, right? If the defense wasn't playing well and he was balling and they giving him all this and they benching him or something, you feel sorry for him. But this kid strictly has not been playing good football. So it's hard for me to feel sorry for him when you're in this business that we are in. 2-5, Zach Wilson. A lot of people have a lot to say about him. What do you have to say? Do you feel bad for the kid? No, I don't feel bad for nobody in the NFL. No. <laughs> No. Even when they get injured. 
They making a lot of money. Mm. It's a job, right? You asked me do we feel bad for him because the way that he's been he's been slotted as far as starter, backup. But when I think about this, he ain't giving back that, that guaranteed money. He went second overall. Second overall. You know what type of money he's making? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like, so he ain't giving that money back. Yep. You know what? I've been playing bad. I'm real, real weak. I'm not that good. Let me give you this paper back. No. Uh, he cashed some M's in the bank. Yes, yeah, So my thing is, and, and, I, and I don't really like, uh, even while a salad, I was just thinking about this when we had this topic. It's like, what can he do better? And when you losing and you close, they're not really getting smoked. It'd be close games they're in. You try to find anything. I right, look, man. 100%. Zach, don't, he, he's our best way to win, but he's not playing well. All right, let's go to the backup. I know the backup week, but maybe he, he might just find a way to just give us some miracles. Let's put him in. <laughs> so you try to find all these different ways to win the game because your team is close. So I feel, Coach. Like, it's like, you damn if you do, damn if you don't. <laughs> right? But, but I don't feel bad for the kid. No, he's in the NFL. He's making some good money. He's going to have an opportunity to play another time as a backup, not as a starter, but you still can – create your career, right? A lot of backups play a long time. Tyrod Taylor, mm-hmm. I played with him years ago, and he's still playing. Still in the league. So I don't feel bad for the kid. He's making money. Come on. Yeah, I circled this for you, Shady. He already done made 30 M's. Ooh. Swear to God. <laughs> you make, see, look, see, this man, man. Feel bad for me. How <laughs> <laughs> he made 30 M's? 30 M's already. I got a broke hand, broke finger. I had to really earn my pay. That's 30 crazy. 30 M's. 30 M's. <laughs> Look, <laughs> that's crazy. I know it's a season for miracles, uh, and I don't want to be blasphemous, mm. but it it would take God alone to make Tim Boyle Ooh. work out there. Yeah. And, and for whatever reason, God he chose alone. he chose not to move it. You know what I mean? He chose not to lay his hands oh, on the man. New York Jets because if they're operating by hopes and wishes, and right. that's that seems to be what the plan is. Tim, we trust. Mm. Well, that was a mistake. And look, I'm not a consultant, but I think 10 out of 10 people anywhere around the NFL, if you ask if Tim Boyle gives you a better chance to win than Zach Wilson, I think everyone to a man will probably say no. Not because Zach Wilson is good, but because that is your replacement. If I don't feel bad for Zach Wilson, then I don't feel bad for Robert Sala. It's a Results-driven business, right? Mike Tomlin is dealing with what right now? Ooh, Mitchell Trubisky right now. What was he dealing with before Mitchell Trubisky? Can he pick it? Okay. Mm. Uh, What are the Colts doing right now? Are they they dealing with their starting quarterback? They're not. Let's go. Let's keep looking. What are the Raiders doing right now? Ooh, ain't no What are the Raiders? What are the Browns doing right now? Hmm. What are the Browns doing? Hmm. Who else (laughs) are right now? What are the Bengals doing right now? Like lots and lots. I'm trying to keep up with you with the names. Like I know I'm missing some other teams. Please let me know. Feel free to tweet us at Speak on FS1. Let me know what other teams are out here making things happen with backup quarterbacks. So either you don't know how to staff your team, or somebody doesn't. Yeah. Or I'm supposed to feel bad for you. So if I feel bad for Zach Wilson, I certainly feel bad for Robert Sala. Mm -hmm. Or do we not feel bad for them because they get paid, they're professionals, and this isn't a results-driven business? What I don't like about the situation with Zach Wilson is, what do you expect from Zach Wilson at this point? What do you expect? If someone shows up to you every single day and smacks you in the face, Mm -hmm. you are going to learn to expect to get smacked in the face. And maybe, perhaps, you will learn... Yeah, they've been smacking each other, though. Okay. <laughs> so then, so then, what, so what, then, what, then 
what, what are the expectations? That's what's irritating about the situation. Not just that there are other teams yeah. who are out here winning games with backup quarterbacks, who are out here having stable seasons with their backup quarterbacks. Maybe they're not Super Bowl contenders. Maybe their seasons aren't going as well as expected. But they didn't sit on their hands and say, hey, this guy that we benched, that we didn't believe in last year, that we replaced with another quarterback who is at the end of his career this offseason is not going to come in and be able to do something he has never done before in his career. And then when he doesn't do it, we're going to replace him with guys who who are not even NFL players because they are going to get cut two weeks after we replace them. And we're just going to keep moving things around. I just don't know what the expectations are for this team. I truly don't know what I'm supposed to say about the Jets anymore. I just don't know what the plan is. And, it, uh, and it's always getting passed because of bad luck. When is Robert Sala responsible for anything? Mm. We're just like, no, 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 it's not his fault. Like, it's not his fault Zach Wilson's there. It's not his fault Zach Wilson didn't develop into anything as a number two overall pick in his third year, by the way, which no one else would get that grace, but that's fine. It's not his fault that he decided to have this as the roster for backup quarterbacks when all of these other teams managed to prepare backup quarterbacks in case of, a, in case of emergency. <laughs> It's just a you lot. Know, it's just like, that, that is the excuse hey, for shit. Hey, brother, I like you still, dog. She my homie, but <laughs> you know what I mean? I, um, put your bulletproof vest on, dog. <laughs> I, I'll put Robert Solid fault. I feel bad for Dak Wilson. I feel bad for that. Even he, the way he's been nah, playing? He, he made, real quick, he, he made 30. That is. No, 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 no. <laughs> 30 million. I don't know if you knew that or not. I mean, we're not crying tears. We're not context. lighting candles or anything. Ain't no context. He making 30 million. <laughs> okay. For context, you only made three your first three years, and you were an all-pro. Hard to do. You know what I'm saying? Hard to do. Come on, you shouldn't feel bad. Shady McCoy shouldn't feel bad. Let, let Emmanuel Acho do the feeling bad. Um, the re- <laughs> let, let me do the feeling Yo, bad. 30 million is crazy, though. <laughs> Hold on before you go. You've seen a lot of people get cut. You've seen a lot of people get benched. Yeah, I was And all that. And they wasn't playing as bad as Zach Wilson is playing. So why are you yes. feeling that bad here, for here, Zach Wilson? I'll, I will be honest, and it might be my degree in sports psychology speaking. I will be honest. <laughs> How long can a coach or a teacher tell you that you are dumb until you start to believe them? Robert Sala and the Jets organizations have continued to tell Zach Wilson how bad he is. Now, in large part, it's because he started very bad. But how long, if somebody keeps telling you how sorry you are, eventually you're going to believe them. Now, a different experience I have than I know Shady and I believe you, when you go from being a starter to third string, you go from taking reps not only with the ones to now being a scout team for somebody else. So the last two weeks with the New York Jets organization, Zach Wilson has not been Zach Wilson. He has been Desmond Ritter because he had to be the scout team for the Falcons, and he has been Tua Tungavailoa because he had to play scout team for the Dolphins. So when you're the scout team quarterback trying to educate you all at home, they might say, hey, this week, Zach, when we're going to give you a cover two look, I need you to rip the whole shot. But Zach Wilson is Zach Wilson. He's not going to do that. Zach Wilson acting as Tua, he has to do that. So now Zach Wilson hasn't actually taken legitimized reps the last two weeks, but guess what? We made him the three, and now we're making him the one. So now, Zach, you better go out there and start, and you better play well, because nobody in the world realizes that the last two weeks you haven't been taking legit reps because you haven't been Zach Wilson. You've been Desmond Ritter, and you've been Tua. Zach Wilson has been told he's sorry. Now, in Shady, Joy, and James's defense and in agreement with all of them, he's not very good. But I believe that coaches are like teachers. And if every day you walk into your class and your mm. teacher tells you you are dumb in so many words, mm. you weren't oh, going to get any oh, smarter. Oh, hold on. So I'm not, a, I'm not a teacher. and no, yeah. I'm not a student no more either. But you're a father. 
Right, I'm a father. But I also was a really, really great football player, right? <laughs> so let's go. Let's put it back to football. Let's go back to the, not the classroom, back to the field, yep. right? So before I tell you you're dumb or you're not good and all that, I'm going to let you play. Right? Sure. I'm going to let you play. You know what? Here the keys. Take the car. So now that we see him play, one thing about football, the film never lies, right? I have a great game in my head. I watched that film. I played okay. I feel like I played terrible. Watch mm. the film. I didn't play that bad. When you watch Zach Wilson play, mm. not from TV, mm. from the film room, right? Mm. I have to say a word. Push play. Boom. Bang. Let's chill and watch it. Yeah. Yep. No popcorn because it's not exciting. No, no. <laughs> when you see the stuff that he's putting on tape, you telling yourself you're not that good. Agreed. So I can't knock your confidence because you see how you playing. Agreed. So I can keep saying you look good and, you, and you're a better player and you just send that in the third. But when you watch yourself on tape, nobody sees that. Can I say? So how can I call you dumb and all that yeah. if you the one that just... <laughs> because here's, here, in my mind, the great coaches, the great teachers, the great parents... Andy Reid is the greatest. In my mind, not save this guy. But in my in my mind, they can at least make him better. And I don't believe that the Jets are even making Zach Wilson the best version of himself. I remember Mike McDaniel. He said this when he got to Miami. He said he sat down with Tua because Tua did not believe in himself. And if y'all know anything about the dilemma that was going on with Brian Flores as a head coach of the Dolphins, it is eerily similar mm -hmm. to the dilemma going on in New York. Mike McDaniel sat Tua down, mm. and he said he showed Tua 200 highlight clips of himself. Mm -hmm. And he said, I believe in you. Yeah. Now, Tua was not as bad as Zach Wilson, yeah, thank you. obviously. But I don't need Zach Wilson to be as good as Tua yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. So all I'm saying is, in my mind, the great teachers, uh -huh. the great coaches, the great parents, the great leaders, the great anything, make the person as good as they can be. And I don't think Zach is as good as he okay, can so be. Okay, so let's start from the beginning, because uh, I'm with Shady. So the teacher from the beginning said, you very smart. Here go 30 million. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Then you get in the class and you do your first presentation. That's on the football field, right? And you don't know what the hell you're talking about. That, that, that's Zach Wilson. Like, man, we gave you all this time to prepare. We gave you 30 million. We gave you this time to prepare. You had a whole training camp. You had all this. All with the you ones. weren't taking no scout team reps. You was with the ones. You didn't have to throw none of these whole shots. Throw the ball where you want to throw the ball. Mm -hmm. And for three years, we've seen this false. False. Here's what's false. By his second year, and we all talk about this, what happened his second year last year? Mm -hmm. They benched him. They benched him. Yeah. But then they why? Said, but, then, but here's my thing. It's not the why, it's the how. And again, I'm not going to go too far into it, but there's a difference between uh, just punishing an athlete and trying to help them improve. I would assume y'all know, and I would assume y'all yeah. do a great job of it. There's a difference between, hey, JJ, your sons. Hey, man, yeah. I'm going to try to put y'all in timeout for the betterment of you, no or problem. I'm just angry. Yeah. Last year with the Jets, <clears throat> Robert Sala, it wasn't like, hey, you know what? Robert Sala didn't know what he was doing. Yeah. You know, we just going to put Zach Wilson on ice, give him a restart. Then you got dudes wearing Mike White shirts. Yeah. Well, that's the but, only but, reason. But, but hold on, so, so, so for his kid, he's going to try to do the best for his child. Yes. Right? But the thing is, in football, it's 53 other players there. That's it. So if, if, if I'm trying to bring you along and, I, and I'm trying to baby you and I'm trying to show this love and all that, I, it's 52 other dudes like, yo, man, hey, he can't do it. What we doing? And another thing is that the, last year the Jets was so close to getting to the playoffs. They had them games where they could have won that he didn't win. So it's like, if I want you to be this guy so bad and I'm trying to get you there, but the whole team sees that, they're like, coach, we can't win with him, bro. We need the backup to play. We need somebody else, another answer. So even with the Mike White, that wasn't him. That was the players. And one thing about a coach, you got to respect all the players, not just one. And what message is Robert Sala sending to all the other players when he puts Tim Moyle on the field? Gotta try something else. Yeah. I've, I've on 
volunteer as tribute. Like, cool, could I get like a one mil, like get the practice squad money? I don't understand. Like, what are we talking about? What are we talking about? Zach Wilson is not a good quarterback. Mm-hmm. We know that. Do you know who else knew that? The defense. The New York football <laughs> Jets when they benched him last year. So if you are going to, don't, don't, my thing is this. Either he is or he isn't. And y'all, y'all decided he wasn't. When you benched him last year, let that Mike White nonsense go on and then replaced him with Aaron Rodgers. If I'm Zach, I'm like, it's not my fault, it's y'all's fault. I'm bad. I'm not good. You said I wasn't good last year. So when Aaron Rodgers goes down and then you come out, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Zach's our guy. Got a W. Zach's our guy. We know he can get it done. Mm -hmm. He gives us the best chance to win. Cool. Cool. When he doesn't, which we knew he wasn't going to because we watched him last year. Now you want to cry that it's Zach's fault. No, it's your fault because you were unprepared. There are other teams around the league. There are other teams around the league. Let's talk about this team. Let's talk about the Jets. Okay, so you just didn't try. You just didn't try. I'm saying, what, my thing is, I, I, you got a point, right? They got a whole circus going on over there. But my thing is, like, if you're the, you the coach, right? If we put the Jets hat on you, yeah, boom, cool. right? Taylor, you know, Coach Jets. Taylor, yeah. let's go. What are you? What are you supposed to do? You you you, you go for a, a Hall of Fame quarterback. Right. That's all you need is a quarterback to win this in this league. Cool. Right. Got a great defense. He gets hurt in four plays. Terrible. Four Disaster. plays. Right. Disaster. Zach got to go in and save so the day. So plan. All right. Plan B, guys. Zach goes in. Right. Wins. He has three wins. Right. On the streak. Yeah. Then we see the Zach that we all know. Losing games. Formula mm-hmm. turnovers. Cool. Let's go. Now what do we do? We stay there? Let's go. No, let's not stay there. So let's we, not stay there. That's let's, so, let, let's, let's do something. Let's do anything. They, but they tried that. No, oh. Tim Boyle is not. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. I got to pick my words more wisely. Let me calm down. I'm going to say it as a let's coach. Let's not like, do what? anything because Tim Boyle is doing anything. What I'm saying is there are other examples around the league yeah. of teams Forget Aaron Rodgers and his and his prestige, right? Let's just call him a starting quarterback, mm-hmm. right? Uh, that you think you can win with. Okay. There are other teams. I gave a long list. But most, but most, but the list you got, most of them dudes uh-huh. are, are backups. Correct. For that team. Correct. So this is the same thing with the Jets. The backups that play. But the difference the- is, none of these teams are circuses. I would argue the Raiders had their circus moment. They fired their coach, and now it's not a circus anymore. Yeah. So you, you, you can keep a stable organization. You can put the rest of the guys on the roster in a position to play at the highest level, and you can use the talent that you have to win games. We don't think much of a lot of the guys that are playing quarterback in these backup positions, but, but I- they're, they're finding ways to win. And what I'm saying is, that is the coach. Mm. Because the rest of the roster like- in the, for, the football, for New York is a good roster. The defense is great. I- they have you. talent. I wish you, but I'm saying that the, most of the people you named on that list, they, those guys were backups in camp. They were backups, right? Right. right? The dude gets hurt or the starter. Yeah. And then they start, right? So my thing is, Zach was the backup. Right. All right. And when he got the play, he was bad. He was bad. So we got we can't just stay there. No, yeah. don't do something. Go make a trade. Go go get Taylor Heineke. Go try. Go make calls. Go be willing to move off of things. You're living in the moment anyway if you're the Jets. I you got one harder. more year with Aaron Rodgers, right? You're living for today. Yeah, you are not living for three years from now. You're not no, living for five points. years it's, from it's, now. It's just, it's just, it's, it's easier said than done. Like going Why is this, it so easy for these other teams? To me, to, me the, to me, the simple part is the other teams both had better backups. I think they had better offensive minds, and the backups were playing better. 
Like, Tim Boyle was a bad college quarterback. Now, I know y'all don't care about college nor yeah. like college. Obviously, I have to do college every Saturday. Jake Browning, who stepped in and went 32 Solid of 37 yeah. for the Cincinnati Bengals to beat the Jags, Washington. he was great in college. Yeah. But I'm saying, but he I'm took pro- Washington to a college football player. I'm just saying, like, so I was telling Harris, like, he's on that, he's a backup like, like Zach. He's on right. that team. It's like he's he playing decent, and the other dude's playing terrible. But I'm saying you had a point in the season where you knew that Zach was still the same guy that he was last year. I continue to argue you knew who Zach was anyway. You just got arrogant about it because you got put in a bad position. So once you have new information, make moves. You don't have to sit there. You can trade picks, later picks. There's there's third-string quarterbacks that could be more stable. I'm talking about stability. There's no need for it to be a circus, which is what it is. Maybe you're not winning games, but it's not chaotic. And to me, like, as a player, that would irritate me to have to constantly be wondering, who's playing quarterback this week? Do we even have any chance whatsoever? Has this guy gone out here and won games or, or, or had any kind of consistency in the NFL? We yeah. knew what Zach was, and you took a risk, and it failed. But to consistently blame someone who you already had all the information on, to me, is just crazy. But that's why in the NFL, though, it's, it's, it's all about performance. We've seen dudes from the practice squad that you might not think is good come up and be starters and ball. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, you was a second overall pick. You were the backup to Aaron Rodgers. He got hurt. You should be better than this. We can't blame the way you're playing and how you throwing the ball on Salah. We've seen, we're looking at a seventh rounder in Brock Purdy ball. And yes, it could be often uh, the coordinator, but we're looking at him ball and play well. And we've seen practice players play well. I do got two sons. And if I tell them something twice, I ain't going to say it on TV, but I'll say how my mom used to raise me. And she say, boy, don't open that refrigerator again the third time. I open it up, I'm getting whooped, right? So that means you going to the third string year. Ain't no more talking. We done seen you play for three years. You just got a spanking. You to the third string and don't say nothing else and don't even think about coming out of the out of the room until we tell you. And they just told him, come out of the room. You know, you know, you know, you know, you know, I desire to hear an answer to no question more than I desire to hear an answer to this question. If Dak wins in a dominating fashion, is he Shady's front runner for MVP? How about Joy? Where does he stand with James Jones? We know where Dak stands in Vegas. What does Dak have to do to be the MVP? Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Family, we are in third and long, and this is a topic we have all been waiting for. Most highly discussed thing is the NFL MVP, and the most highly discussed man is Dak Prescott. Let's talk about it. He's currently the co-favorite of MVP because the Cowboys are rolling, won four games straight. Last four games, they've averaged 42 points per game offensively. Absolute domination, but a lot of discretion on this show where Dak stands with the MVP. So I cannot wait for the answer to this question. Joy Taylor, if... If, a big if, but if Dak dominates in a winning performance on Sunday, is he the front runner for MVP in your mind? Yes, for the quarterback position, yes, he's, he's the front runner. 
He's, he's already tied in Vegas with Jalen Hurts. He's going to have beaten Jalen Hurts in two... Uh, I'm sorry, with Purdy. Uh, he's he's <clears throat> have gone head-to-head with Jalen Hurts, played in a great game but lost, played a great game himself but lost, and then we'll have one in a dominant performance against him after they're coming off of a loss. I think that this week had changed a lot of things for the, the MVP conversation. Now, again, this is through the season so far. Of course. If Tyreek ends up with breaking this record in 16 games, it, it's got to be Tyreek's. It's, it's, it's too much of a historical thing. With all the years that we've played football and all the incredible receivers, to, to break that record, it has to go to him. But if he wins this game in dominant fashion, I do think he will be the front runner right now for MVP. James Jones, Dak Prescott is currently the front runner in Vegas. He's tied with Brock Purdy. So he has already proven to the majority, at least of the Vegas odds makers, that he could be the MVP. On pace for 40 touchdowns, on pace for eight interceptions, on pace for 4,900 yards, give or take 100 yards. He is on pace for a phenomenal season. If he dominates the Eagles, does he clear Brock Purdy? Does he clear the field? Is he the MVP after 14 weeks? Absolutely, because he's playing better than Brock Purdy at the quarterback position right now. And you had a checklist up there. I don't remember what the checklist. It was either you or Joy who had a checklist up there. I had a checklist, yeah. One of the checklists was player of the month or player of the week. Mm -hmm. Check. You did that? One of the checklists was got to win your division or be at the mm. top of your division, right? That's yeah. going to be check. If he wins, they will be number one, you know, at the top of their um, in, in a, in a division. Good point. Good point. You know, so <clears throat> obviously he leading the league in touchdown passes. If we just turn our eyeballs on and we watch Dak Prescott play football, he's looking like he's playing the best football at the quarterback spot point blank period. So if he wins this in a dominant fashion, he's checking boxes after box after box after box to become the MVP. And absolutely, if he does get this one done at home and it becomes 15 straight, yeah. Dak Prescott will be up there solo, dolo, mm. by himself in the MVP race. Teddy, I got a question for you. Obviously, I know you have made it loud and clear to the world, Tyreek Hill should be the MVP. Yeah, for your money, close. for your worth, he yeah. should be Tyreek Hill. <clears throat> what can Dak Prescott do this season to be LaShawn McCoy's MVP? What can Dak do? There has to be something yeah. with five games left that Dak can do. I mean... I don't know, man, because when I look at Tyreek Hill, he's doing histor historical things, right? He's doing things we haven't seen before. He's doing, having a great season. He's doing things that people like Calvin Johnson was doing or almost could do. And when I look at that press guy, he's having a solid year. He's having a solid year. But when I look at Tyreek Hill, first of all, right now today he has 14, 1481 receiving yards. He has 12 touchdowns. That's first in both categories. He's balling out. He's right. making a big difference. And then when I, when I look at Dak, Dak is playing well. He's playing. He's having a phenomenal season so far. But he's not blowing me away like Tyreek Hill is. Okay. He's a wide receiver. Okay. And I think that, that what he means to the Dolphins, I could say the same thing Dak means to the Cowboys. But with the Dolphins, it, it, it means so much more. Sure. Because the way he's playing. And I just... Let me I ask know. you this. I, me I, 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 I love how Dak's playing. I just, yeah. I just can't see. And it's, and it's funny how I see all these, these voters. Like, now Brock Purdy's in the mix now. Like, Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Crazy. I don't want to get distracted. Say Tyree Kill does not break the record. For the sake of the dialogue that we're having at home, for the sake of dialogue we're having with the viewers, let's say Tyreek doesn't break the record. So let's remove Tyreek then from the conversation. Is Dak Prescott, would he reign over the rest of the field? When you're talking about Purdy, Hurts, Mahomes, uh, see, 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 when he now ranks. This is why I can't take him out the field. Because when I look at all these quarterbacks you just named, none of them was having like this great splash to me, right? I think Dak has had a nice six-game sample of really balling out. Other than them, them weeks, he was cool. Six touchdowns, four picks. Moving forward, these six, last six, seven games, he was balling out. Mahomes, right? It's not really his fault. His wide receivers ain't catching the ball. Most drops in football. 
he's not having that great splash. And then Jalen Hurts, my boy, my guy, my Eagles, he's not playing super well. So it's like for this year, for it to be an MVP award, if, if any other year, this would be the year where it doesn't go to the quarterback because none of the quarterbacks are having that great of a year. And then you look down at South Beach, not the party, not to go to the beach, to watch the game. When you watch the game, that boy number 10 is giving out crazy work. He's putting up big numbers. Yeah. This might not happen for another 15, 20 years. So let's show him the respect and give him the Correct, love. But here's the thing. We're projecting. Yeah. Either way, we are projecting. Yep, yep. So you're projecting Tyreek's going to break a record. James is projecting Dak's going to keep balling. What I am saying is either way, we have to fantasize at this point no in time. Question. There's only 13 weeks of the season. We assume Tyreek's going to break the record. We don't know. I'm not, I'm not saying he has to break the record. I'm going to say if he keeps doing what he's doing, he only got to break the but record. Here, but here's the kicker. Oh, you, let me, let's do the same thing. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm let's, let's make the same assumption about Dak. Right? Let's make the same assumption. If Dak keeps doing what he's doing and Tyreek keeps doing what he's doing, Dak Prescott would end the season having beaten the Eagles, Mm -hmm. having beaten the Dolphins, having beaten the Bills, having thrown for 40-plus touchdowns, 40-plus touchdowns, and 5,000 yards. Correct. And go, so if we do on that pace, then go to Tyreek. Now Tyreek would have 2,100 yards. Stop! We've never seen that before. Agreed. So we've seen 5K before. We see, I've seen it. Have sure. you seen it? I haven't seen it. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've seen it. That, 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 that hasn't been 500. Not yet? 4,800. 4, okay, my bad. 2,200. Okay, cool. Close enough. Sure. We haven't never seen this sure. nothing as a wide receiver ever before. But what I'm Very saying true. is. That's not better than you. What I'm Very saying true. is. You got to vote. At, at that point, though, at the point in which Dak Prescott <laughs> were to continue doing what he's currently doing, now he's had an elite season. But now the, he's done but with, but with what's more, Shady, what's what's more elite saying, is what I'm saying. What Shady's saying is, yes, he would have had an elite season. He should be in the top of the conversation for, sure, for MVP. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for sure. But what Tyreek would have done <sighs> has never been done before. And if we're tracking the way that we're saying, the Dolphins would also win the AFC. Mm, that's true. So you have a player who's done something that... No one with all, all of these Hall of Famers, all these unbelievable players that we've seen throughout the history of the NFL have never accomplished this. And they win the AFC. What, what Dak would have done in, a, in an MVP-level season, mm-hmm. we had seen before. So then it would just come down to, do you value what Tyreek has done more than what you value Dak doing? Here's what, what pains me to say, and I, don't, I won't put words in y'all's mouth, so I'll say, here's what I feel. Not what y'all are saying. Here's what I feel. Therapy lesson. Mm -hmm. What I feel. I feel like this is because it is Dak Prescott. Because what I feel like is if Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen went 14 and 3, beat Jalen Hurts, beat Tua Tungavailoa, beat, you know, whoever the case is. This is what I feel. I'm not saying what y'all are saying. I'm just saying what I feel. I feel like if Patrick Mahomes did this, we would not have these questions about whether or not he earned an MVP or Josh Allen earned an MVP. Even if, two, even if Tyreek did get 2,000 or 2,100, mm. I still don't feel like we would have these questions. Because remember, Cooper Cup had 1970, yeah. Yeah. and we did not, he was not a top one, nor two, nor three MVP candidate. Yeah. So I don't know how Tyreek can blindly be an MVP, the MVP favorite by getting an extra 100 yards over Cooper Cup. So that's my only, I feel as though this is a Dak Prescott. Yeah, well, I, I know you, you say you, you feel like that. Don't feel like that. You just ask me. I'm going to tell you, that's not the case. It has nothing to do with Dak Prescott. I just think that the things that Tyreek Hill is doing is special, bro. And it, it, it must tell you something that all these years of football, you didn't watch football all these years, your dad or whoever mm-hmm. watched football, it's never been done. It's never been done, Acho. 
And now at this point, I gotta give that credit to that man. Yeah, yeah and, and you're talking well, about Cooper Cup having a great season, which he had an unbelievable season. Unbelievable season. Yeah, triple crown. Yeah. They went yeah. on to win the Super Bowl. They won the Super Bowl. Yeah, they won the Super Bowl. Yeah, they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. But they did. But he wasn't. But he didn't the- break it. And we're not talking about kind of breaking it. If, if he's on pace to go where he's going, he's going to have almost 2,100 yeah. yards. So you say, yeah, okay, it's an extra 100 yards. It's the difference between something that's never happened before and something like that. That's the difference. That's what that 100 yards but is. That 100... That's the difference between setting a world record that's never been touched before and coming close. Cool. You had an amazing season. You came close. But you didn't do what every legendary receiver has ever done in the history of the NFL. You came close. And that's the difference this year. If we're tracking, again, Dak deserves to be right there. But what you're saying is the bleeping difference. It's the difference. It's the difference between breaking a record and not. Here's what I also would say is the difference. An extra game. Okay, but say he doesn't. Hold on, can I let you speak? My thought process is very simple. The Cooper Cup triple crown was incredibly impressive. James, you're the resident receiver, so I won't try to discredit it. But I believe that that triple crown is also very, 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 very hard to do. Extremely hard. So all I'm saying is we weren't up in arms yeah. when Cooper yeah. Cup did not win the MVP. Well, this is the new, new year. Yeah. Right? Well, I just I, I can't I, be I, up in arms. I, 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 I forget the candidates of that year. I don't forget this Aaron year. Rodgers won, Rodgers won it. That's cool. Yeah, that's 37 touchdowns. Yo, 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 I forget, I forget what happened yesterday. I don't know. But today, I know who the candidates are. I know the numbers. I know the players. I'm watching the tape. Yeah. And what I'm saying, when I watch all these players from all the quarterbacks you're talking about, and I watch Tyreek Hill, I see a difference. Yeah, and that's why it's, that's why it's super tough for the receivers anyway to win this award. Because when you talk about the quarterback play, we just named about 17 backups you just named, right, where their teams have went fallen down because of the starter has been out. Mm-hmm. That's just how the receivers get viewed. You look at the Eagles. A.J. Brown was right behind Tyreek Hill playing for this MVP. He had two games with 48 total yards. And what did the Eagles do? They still won. You know what I mean? So that's why I think, like, when you look at this award, everybody goes to the quarterback first because they know that if you don't have a quarterback, Mm -hmm. it's going to be hard to win. I watched with my own two eyes Calvin Johnson break the record. Right? And he wasn't sniffing none of that stuff and all that, even though his team wasn't winning, but he wasn't getting really praised like that. And Calvin Johnson was dominant. So what Reek is doing is special. But if Dak win these next games, he's going to win that MVP. Yeah. Well, he's, he's right. <laughs> but that don't, that don't make it right. No, it don't. That's fair. Come on, yeah, it's, it's like, real quick, all these people in Vegas, like, how they know? Yeah. How they know, though? They you don't. It's always a quarterback. They, they don't. This is all terrible, right, we return to the Bills are fighting for a playoff spot, but do we trust that Josh Allen can save their season? That is next on Speak. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The Bills facing an uphill battle as they sit 6-6. Six six. They are clearly out of the playoff picture right now, and they got to climb. But guess what? It gets no easier because they face the Chiefs this upcoming Sunday. Josh Allen, they've lost three of their last four games. And Josh said, quote, it's essentially playoff time for us right here, right now. Shady, 2020, 2020, I believe it was, you were 7-5. and five. 
Tom Brady was your quarterback. You won eight straight games. You went on to win a Super Bowl. Buffalo Bills are sitting at six and six. Their playoffs, they start right now. Do you trust Josh Allen to go on a run and save the Bills season? It's going to be tough. Mm. It's going to be real tough. Mm. Um, he's not playing. His team is not playing um, with their starters. A lot of the backups, a lot of reserves on his team. But, I, you know, if anybody can do it, it's Josh Allen. You've seen the type of game he had against the Eagles. That would came down to the wire. They should have really won that game. Um, and then and look at just having the receivers he has, right? I think Stephon Diggs is the type of player that he needs them together to come and, and make this run. Even on the defense. Defense is not playing bad, but they got to play a little better. Yeah. The one thing about the, 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 the Bills that I don't get is they got to get back to finding ways to win close games. They are in all these games, right? Mm-hmm. Tight to the fourth quarter. Even with the Eagles. They went with the overtime, but they were right there. Kind of closed that thing out. I look at this game, it's a must win against the Chiefs. You're on the road, that's cool. You guys can handle the road. My thing is, if you're gonna ever get the Chiefs, it's gotta be now. They're vulnerable now. They lost, they had a loss to the, the Green Bay Packers, right? So mm-hmm. my thing is, right now, if they make a run, it starts, with, it starts with the Chiefs, you get that one, and you keep rallying them off after that. But if they don't get this one, I don't know. Mm. It might be a wrap. Mm. Yeah, I think he can. Josh is either going to make us all liars or he's going to go save their season. We think yeah. that Josh is an elite player. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. We've seen him have huge moments. Mm-hmm. We've seen him put the team on his back. We've seen him give the game away. But he plays, he plays pretty well in Arrowhead. He's 2-2 two and two in games at Arrowhead. 12 passing touchdowns, one interception. Mm-hmm. Averages 315 passing yards per game, 114 uh, passer rating. Mm-hmm. So it's not like he is unaware of the environment. And the Chiefs are vulnerable this year, like Shady said. I mean, this, he's not exactly walking into a buzzsaw. Mm-hmm. Now, Patrick Mahomes is going to take this personally, as he always does in big matchups. But this is a game that they have to go and win. The Bills need this to stay anywhere near the playoff conversation. It's, mm-hmm. This is just where they are. It's playoff time for us. That's true. They need to win these games. So I think Josh Allen is perfectly capable of it. I think they're going to play up to their competition. That's what the Bills usually do. And this will be a great game. But Josh is going to have to be the one that makes the plays and and gets this win for them because this is playoff time. It's crunch time for them. It is. Go ahead. (laughs) Yes. Um, And I scratch my head because uh, Josh does turn the football over. But it's one other thing Josh does. And that's win. Mm -hmm. Right? It's Patty. And it's Josh. So the only reason why I say yes is I wouldn't be surprised if he turned the ball over, but I wouldn't be surprised if he won either. And the reason why I say that is because he's shown us that he'll run off eight straight games, nine straight games, right? He's also showed us, Shady, that he'll throw picks, but he has showed us that he will win. So I'm saying Josh Allen right now, yes, he can will his team to the playoffs and find a way to win. Yo, I know Shady over there yo, like, here you go. But I'm just speaking the yo, truth, Shady. This is so crazy. Yeah, you <laughs> yo, I thought it was just the Cowboys. This is who he is. He flip-flops. He well, can't I'm control it. I'm just answering He did him this day. He love him this day. I'm cool with it. You last, my man. Last time I checked, I've been the same old Josh. He'll turn it over, but he really But he will win. win. That's it. Well, it's not going to get easier for Josh Allen to win this Sunday because he has to play the Chiefs. When we return, is it a must-win game for the Chiefs? Unstoppable force, immovable object. Both of these teams desperately have to have it. But after the Chiefs lost last week, they cannot afford to lose this one. Or can they? That's next on Speak. Some really good NFL games this Sunday. Hey, it's 
Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, family, we are in overtime where we talked about the Bills, but they play the Chiefs. And though the Bills need it, the Chiefs need it even more. Chiefs, they lost last week, and it was not pretty to James Jones Packers. Next up, 6-6. Six and six. Buffalo Bills, and they always play them tough. Bringing us on camera, Shady, that's your former team. Well, really, both of them are your former teams. Super Bowl champ with one team, all-pro running back with another team. Is it a must-win for the Chiefs versus the Bills? I think so. If they lose this game, they'll be 8-5. and 8-5, and five. not good. Yeah, they can't have that. Nope. That's Under Andy Reid, one thing they do, they win games, right? And they find ways to win. They've been struggling a little bit lately, though. I think a lot of it has to do with the, the supporting cast with Patrick Mahomes. His young wide receivers been kind of inconsistent all year. They got to win this game. You, you coming back home against the Bills, the Bills have a lot of great talent on that team. They're not a great team, though. And they've been battling. So I feel like if it's a, a, a game you must have against a team that's not as good as you, you got to win this game. Build some confidence for them young guys. Need a dub. Need a dub. I'm with you. This, this is a must win for the Kansas City Chiefs. Number one, the number one seed is still right there for your grabs, yes. right? The Ravens still got to play the Niners. Tua still got to play Josh Allen. He still got to play, um, who else he got to play? Da- uh, Dak Prescott. He got to play the Cowboys. So, I mean, they, they can drop some games, and you can find yourself this thing going through Kansas City again, and you never have to go on the road for a playoff game. So, this means everything, but not only for them. They got to play the right football. You talk about leading the league in drops. You talk about them not looking the right way on the offensive side of the ball. They got to get back to being the Kansas City Chiefs. This is a must win for them. You got Josh Allen in playoff mode coming in here knowing that it's desperation mm. time. You got to find a way to get a dub because that number one seed is still right there for you. Yeah, I mean, if the ultimate goal is to get the number one seed, then yeah, it's, it's a must-win game. But if they lose this, they're still in a good spot in the division. They're two games up on the Broncos and three games on the rest of the division. And, you know, for the AFC as a whole, as we just laid out, there are a lot of teams vying for that number one spot. Only one person's going to get it. Mm-hmm. Only, only one team is going to get it. So, yeah, if that's the goal and the only goal, but it's not the only goal for the Kansas City Chiefs. So, no, I can't go with must-win in this game. Obviously, they want to win this game at home against the Buffalo Bills and stay in good position. But I-, I can't say that it's fully panic time or that everything's falling apart. They're still going to have full control of the division, even with this, with this loss, if that's how it goes. But you just would like to see them get things going on offense. At this point, it's, it's less about whether they're going to be in the postseason and what that's going to look like. And what are they going to go into the postseason with momentum on the offensive side of the ball? Their defense has played at a really high level all season long. You still have Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes there. But as Shady brings up all the time, they have the most drops in the league. Their receivers are not helping the best quarterback in the league Mm. play at the potential that we know he's capable of playing of. And whether that's communication or it's it's chemistry or just ability – we don't know. We do know it's not changing this season, though, so they have to figure it out. I just think that the Chiefs want to go out there and play a good game of football, and it might play a great game and still lose to the Bills because the Bills might play a great game as yeah. well, and they're capable of doing that. I can't say it's a must-win, though. I think we will start to say that it's the beginning of the end if the Chiefs lose. I think that's the nonsense that we're going to start to hear. Mm. Uh, though we talk about Patrick Mahomes being one of the greatest winners ever and Tom Brady being one of the greatest winners ever, we forget there was a 10-year gap between Brady's Super Bowls. From 04 to 14, Brady did not win a Super Bowl. So while Patrick Mahomes has a lot more Super Bowl wins in his future, 
Does he have them in his imminent future? Mm. Patrick Mahomes has never played a road playoff game. Mm -hmm. Never played one let alone one one. And so if you lose, now you're sitting at eight and five. You're not winning the division. Joy's Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins are going to win it. The Baltimore Ravens are going to win it. Somebody else will win it besides the Kansas City Chiefs. So I think it's a must win just to make sure you remind the world and yourself how good you are. But Shady, I got the question for you. You won two Super Bowls. One of your Super Bowls with the Chiefs, you played every game at home. One of your Super Bowls with the Bucks, you played all but one game at home. How... Difficult is the journey to a ring when you got every game at home versus what the Chiefs might have, which could be just one game at home if they start to yeah, lose. Yeah, it is tough. You like to have that, that crowd behind you, your, your fans behind you uh, for the home games. But one thing about if you are going to play on the road and, and have that journey, and we've seen teams do it, it's got to get hot. You got to get confidence. You got to get momentum. Yeah. When you have them things, it, it gets you rolling in a sense where you can't be stopped. No question. Right? I remember watching the, the, uh, the Giants when they won that crazy run, yeah. that was all on the road. I can't believe they did that. You stay open. Right? And then even with the Bucks, He stayed um, opening them up on me, don't he? <laughs> but look, I, I forgot. Yeah, that was it. But with the Bucks, um, we were on the road. And the only home game we had was the, the, the Super Bowl. Yep. It, was in, it was in Tampa. That's why you said that. Yeah. But we really was on the road. Y'all played the Saints. Did y'all play the Saints? On the road. Everything was on the road but the championship game. Right, but the, the, the cool thing is this. You. We were so locked in. We were, we were rolling at the right time. We were yelling at the right time. We were so confident. It's like it was us against everybody. And when you have that type of momentum, I don't care where you play. You play on Mars, Ooh. right? You're going to win that game because right. you are locked in. There's teams that get the home fit advantage that's not locked in. Yeah. So that's my only thing I can say to that, that question is if you locked in and you gelling at the right time, you got that momentum, you got that confidence. See, the confidence is the best part. That's it. You have your, your Talk stars. To your, your, Talk to him, The Shane. thing about the confidence is like your star is going to be your star. Yep. Mike Evans is going to be Mike Evans. Yep. Chris Godwin is going to be Chris Godwin. Uh, Leonard Fournette, Tom Brady, they're going to be who they're going to be. But it's the other dudes you don't even know about. Yeah. right? It, it's the rookie safety Scott that comes over and makes a play. The Winfields right? at the time. It, it, the Winfields, right? Yeah. You, you, got, you got dudes like um, Mike Adams. Mike got Carlson Davis, Carlson dudes Davis. like that that you don't even hear about, but they make plays. Yeah. They get picks. They get um, Shaq Bear. All these yeah. type of dudes you don't even think about. Yeah. Um, via via, 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 via he's, he's grabbing two dudes so everybody got one-on-one. Yeah. Small, small things like that. Yeah. And when you get that type of momentum and get that confidence, it that makes all the, the X factors and the little dudes behind you play way better. And that's what wins champions. So it's right. more important in your mind that the Chiefs win than the one seed. Like, you care more that they yeah, win for the confidence. Right for confidence, yeah. Because a lot, like, the issues they have are not big issues. They're small. They have the most drops in yeah. football right now at the wide receiver level. And that tells me that it's inconsistency and not being consistent. And the young dudes yeah. are not confident. He ain't, he ain't lying because that's the same one. We went on the road in 2010. I remember. That beat us. Yes, we did. I remember clear as day getting off the bus and just seeing the way like people was walking and people had their pep and they step like yeah. these boys in trouble. Uh, we on. went to the Atlanta Falcons, number one seed, they 13 and three. We like, we finna slap these boys. We just had that confidence. Like they done messed up. They led us in the playoffs right. and that confidence and swag is something else, but they got to get there and that's going to be hard. But they have to get to where they got to get to. You got that swagger like Money Mike. Uh, Money Mike. What was bad his name? From bad, well, not Bad Boys. Nope. Um, um, oh, yeah. Uh, uh, what's, what's his name? Pimpy uh, Distress. Oh. Money Mike. Cat Williams. Cat, Cat Williams. Williams. <laughs> you know, like, oh, Friday, right? Yeah, you got that smart. You know that? Dismiss. You know you're going to win that game. Play it. Don't touch my Gary Carroll. Play it. You're going to win. Look at that swagger, dog. Pimpy Distress. Pimpy Distress. Everything's for sale, even you. <laughs>
Come on. Buzz bouncing too. Come on. You never have a good show. You feel like that. I walk in here like Money Mike. You never have a good show. Uh, well, the Ravens have had that swagger all season. Offensive yes, and defensive. Yes, they have. But nobody's talking about mm. The Ravens quietly the best team in the AFC. Are the Ravens quietly the best team in the AFC? That's next on Speak. I show player, I'm feeling good today. Don't touch my water. I need something brand new. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. We are in a hurry up offense, and this is the most non-discussed, but should be most discussed topic in sports. The Ravens. They're sitting atop the AFC right now, one of the best two teams, but nobody's talking about just how good they are. James Jones, yeah. they've won six out of the last seven, but more importantly, yeah. I'll tell you all this at home, Ravens, for my money, have two of the best six wins all season. They smacked the Detroit Lions yep. when they were rolling. I believe it was 38-6. to six. Then they smacked the Seattle Seahawks. Yep. Are the Ravens quietly, quietly the best team in the AFC? I don't know if it's quiet because the Ravens have been playing some football. I mean, you talk about this defense, 15 points a game. They lead the league in sacks, 47 sacks. I mean, you got the unanimous MVP on your side of the ball. They got receiver after receiver after receiver after mm. receiver on their football team, and they only getting better. This team is going to be dangerous. This is one team that you do not want to see get the number one seed because it's going to be hard to come through Baltimore beating Lamar Jackson and these Ravens with this defense at home. Those two teams that you just talked about came to Baltimore yeah. and went up out of there with nothing. I mean, almost skunked. I mean, the Detroit Lions, you know, got, <laughs> got a real, real late score, yeah. you know, but they are dominant at home this year, man, and – if they can get that number one seed and they got to come through Baltimore, it's going to be trouble. But this is a really good football team. Yeah, I think they are quietly the best team in the AFC because we're not talking about them. Yeah. Think mm. about it. Think of how much like we it. talked about Lamar Jackson last year. True. Almost true. every other show, Lamar Jackson was a topic of conversation. This is a team that has Lamar Jackson, former unanimous MVP, mm-hmm. Odell, mm-hmm. a ton of talent. Mm-hmm. They're the Ravens of big brands, mm-hmm. and we are talking about everybody else but them, which I would not be surprised if they prefer it that way. Yeah. I know I would. Let, talk about everybody else. Oh, yeah. Talk about the Jets. Talk about all these other teams. Pay attention to them. We're just going to be over here taking care of business. Win. They do have great wins. They have three wins over winning teams. That's more than the Cowboys, the Dolphins, and the Chiefs. Mm. They have great wins this season. They're first in scoring defense, second in total defense, seventh in scoring offense, seventh in total offense. They're the only AFC team to rake in top seven in all four of those. The Cowboys and the Niners are the only other NFL teams to do so at all. So they are the elite of the elite. If we think that the Niners are elite, the Ravens are right there with them. True. Just on the other side, quietly winning games. And, and, And not just winning, winning convincingly. They did what the Niners have done to other good teams mm-hmm. to the Lions. Yeah. Now the Lions have, or the Niners have done it more often, but they did do that. And we don't talk about the Ravens like that. They are a very, very scary. They are terrifying yeah. as a team because for maybe for the first time since Lamar has won it, the expectations aren't the same. Mm-hmm. And we thought that if he got paid, they would be, and they're not. No. Not at all. Well, when we return, I just realized, are we witnessing Bill Belichick's last primetime game? 
here in a couple hours. Oh, my goodness. Like, as Jordan was talking, I thought about it. You got the Patriots, Ooh. Steelers, tonight in two hours. Might this just be Belichick's last primetime game? It might not. I don't know. I don't know. Andy, you might have to help me off here. I don't know. Get this could be monumental what we are about to witness and discuss after this commercial break. Is this the last? Bill ain't going to give it up. Is this it? This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Patriots, Steelers. At the end of the day, it's Bill Belichick playing tonight. James yeah. Jones, if they lose, they would fall to 2-11. and 11. We've never seen such a historical collapse by yeah. a great, great coach yeah. like Bill Belichick. What's on the line for Belichick tonight? I mean, we've been talking about legacy on this, on this show really all year for Bill Belichick. And right now, he pushing it. <laughs> he pushing it with his legacy. But this is big. I mean, I was hoping this game would get flexed, to be honest with you, because Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots are not a good football team, and they're not even playing good football, and they're not coached well, even though Damn, he's you, labeled you as the greatest flex, coach of uh, all time. You can't flex I wish we could, man, you know, because I want to see a good game. But Your Bill's in trouble, tonight? man. Your kids got a game? No, I wish. I'd be up out of here. I'd definitely watch that game over this game. <laughs> Joy, what's on the line tonight? Yeah, you can't you can't take an L in, in prime time like this. It's uh it, it's a it's a rough situation. I, I was low-key rooting for him last week. I'm yeah. like, come on, man. Yeah, I'm rooting for him this week. Awful. Well, I'm not rooting for him this week. Steelers and all this nonsense. It's going to be a tough game for them, though, because the Steelers are not a bad team despite the situation that they're in. I think the Steelers win. I think the Steelers win, too. So does Vegas win. by a lot. Well, what's what spread? Five and a half. Uh, I don't know about that part. Whoa. I mean, Bill can't. We already know who Bill is now. Secrets out. Cats out <laughs> the bag. Out? Yeah. Cats, Cats out, the out the bag. bag. Yeah. Well, either way, we got to watch the cat come out the bag because the game is in about two hours from now. Thanks for hanging with us. We'll see you all tomorrow. Same time.